On the chat line now, I'm happy to say that I have Peter Claffey. He is the Executive Director of the SciTech Discovery Center. Uh, Peter, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing well, and thank you so much for uh, having me on. Absolutely. And and again, like I said, summer is in full swing. So by this time, parents are now like, what are we going to do with those kids? <laughs> we still have six weeks of them before they go back to school. And, you know, parents, uh, grandparents, they want to be entertained, too. They just don't want to, you know, make it all about the kids. It's nice when it's a shared experience. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the venue and um, where you're located and, and things like that? Sure. Um, so I'm with SciTech Discovery Center. So we are in uh, Frisco. We are right off the uh, Cotton Gin Road exit in the tollway here, so not far from uh, the center of town here in Frisco. Uh, we're about a 15,000-square-foot uh, all-hands-on interactive uh, science and discovery center. So w- what that means is every single thing that we have in this museum is made for kids and adults to come in and, and play with and interact, full, and interact with in, in a meaningful uh, sort of scaffolded educational way. Now, that can sound a little bit boring because, you know, it's the summer and it's education and, you know, we, we just kind of want to get out and have fun. And there certainly are, are, are lots of opportunities uh, for kids to just come in here and have a blast. Um, and and I think they learn, you know, really without realizing that they're learning. So it's a great, it's a great experience. Uh, right now, our featured exhibit is called Oceans Bound. Okay, and and, and, and I'm going to take a wild guess on it. There's water involved. There has to be, right? <laughs> well, absolutely. So the so the whole the whole exhibit, uh, Oceans Bound, is all about uh, the water cycle, uh, environmental stewardship, and conservation. Uh, obviously, we know water is a finite resource that we have on our planet, and we need to uh, take as, as, as much care uh, of the water as we can, and certainly um, how we treat the water cycle, you know, everything that we put into the, the roads and things like that, you know, litter and things of that nature, it ends up in our storm drains, which ends up in our rivers. And, you know, for us here in Texas, it does ultimately end up in the Gulf because pretty much all our lakes and streams are full right now as we have uh, had lots of rain so far this summer. Absolutely. And I think you hit it on the head. Educational, but not letting the kids think it's educational. I, I think that's probably the best way for them to learn is, is a hands-on approach and not just by a book, but actually seeing and participating. And that sounds what your goal is here at the SciTech Discovery Center. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our, our, our goal is to create, you know, we, we, our website is mindstretchingfun.org. So we try to create that sort of mind stretching fun for the kids that come. Um, you know, like one of the things that we teach right now, we're doing a lot of things around air pressure and power and like the Bernoulli principle, um, which is obviously how flight works. Um, but the way that we let the kids interact with it here at the museum is we have a Bernoulli blower that's small that can actually get a beach ball to hover about three feet in the air and then as they turn it they can shoot the beach ball into a basketball hoop oh okay so we don't have we don't have children flying around like um uh <laughs> i'm trying to think willy wonka you know where you drank the fizzy stuff and flow around we, we're not that right. okay well good right. safety not, not, safety not quite, not quite there yet but one of these days maybe you know okay. and uh, but you know I, mean, I, I think that's a great you know embedded experience where the kids are really having a blast I mean, there's always kids using that exhibit they're they're always really enjoying that um, another exhibit we just added for the summer um, is a, uh, a digital uh, topographic um, sand sort of activity so um, there's sand down in the bottom uh, and it has a projection that comes down onto it 
And as the kids actually move the sand around and create hills and valleys and things like that, the projection changes and shows the kids the topography that they're creating in their little um, you know, world, if you will, that they're, they're creating with the sand. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Science was never my gig in school. Um, I'm going to be very honest. I was more social studies and history and, and things like that. Um, we're seeing younger young ladies get more into science now, aren't we? Uh, yeah, I think that's the, the goal. I think we're trying to create uh, early exposure, especially in girls, to STEM-based activities that can hopefully lead them um, down the line to a uh, a STEM career. I mean, certainly if we look at the data here for North Texas, I mean, they, you know, everything you read says all the jobs of the future are going to be, you know, STEM-based careers. They're going to have the highest um, rates of pay. They're going to have the least amount of turnover and things like that. So, I mean, we're trying to engage uh, kids in a meaningful way in STEM. And, and what we really try to do is, is, is give them sort of an introduction, right? So here's a lot of snippets to different parts of STEM. And then let the kids kind of figure out which one really may resonate with them. And, and it may just be you know, for those younger ones, it just may be an awareness to some of these principles. And, and, you know, for us, that's okay. Right. An introduction. I think that's wonderful. Um, Obviously, summertime is probably one of your busier times since, again, kids are off from school and looking for activities. But the the uh, the center's open year round, correct? Correct. Yeah, we're here. We're here year round. And our uh, traveling exhibits like our ocean bound exhibit we have now, those change sort of with the season. So we'll bring in a new uh, traveling exhibit for the fall uh, when oceans bound leaves. So there's always sort of something new to come and see at the museum every season. Um, and if you're looking for uh, a more prolonged uh, opportunity this summer for your kiddos, you know, we do offer summer camps for kids going into first grade all the way up to going into eighth grade uh, here at the museum. Oh, now that sounds, could you elaborate a little bit more on that? Is that a full day program? Do they get to spend the night at the museum? How does that work? Yeah, it's a, it's a full day program. Uh, so they come in at nine in the morning and, and they're here right through four o'clock at the end of the day. So it's a full day. Uh, and obviously the, the content of the camps, um, you know, geared obviously towards the age range of those students is all STEM based, uh, activities. So, um, you know, some of those topics are, you know, engineering. Um, we do sort of kitchen chemistry with the kids for a week. We do a NASA camp for a week. Um, we have some uh, reptiles here at the museum, so we do sort of an am- animal adventure uh, kind of discovery week. Um, so we, uh, we, we have those going on sort of all summer. We can have up to uh, about 65 or 70 kids a week here attending different psychic camps. Mm-hmm. Now, Peter, are there still opportunities, or are these camps full? Or are there still uh, room for these? For there, new- there's still room, but I would uh, encourage people not to hesitate. Our camps usually do fill up. Um, right now, you know, our our availability is sort of in what we call the the second five weeks, which starts um, at the end of July and runs through um, the end of August. Right. So I guess, again, the age appropriateness, We you run the gamut here, don't you, at the center? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, our camps are broken down into two age groups per camp. So we have first and second together and then third and fourth together and fifth and sixth. And then we offer a maker camp in addition to the psychic camps. And that spans those that last sort of age range, which is kids uh, fifth grade to eighth grade. Right. And I understand, too, on Friday afternoons, there's a, a special someone there in the afternoons reading. Is that correct? 
Yeah, we do. We do a story time uh, with uh, Michael Clark. He's one of our educators on Fridays. Uh, it's a session program. People can sign up for that on our website. That's a great uh, program. Michael Clark's been doing that for uh, for many years for us here, and he's got a great following, and and people really love that. Um, the other thing that we do Fridays at the end of the day is our maker camp. Um, will have their big reveal for their week long. Uh, construction project that they've done that week at the end of the day every Friday. Mm-hmm. Do you um, do hold, uh, uh, I guess, uh, events? Maybe could I have like a birthday party there for my great niece or what What other things can we do at the center? Uh, absolutely. Birthday parties are a huge part of our business, what we do here at the museum. We offer um, three times on Saturday, two times on Sunday. We do those year-round, and, and those certainly tend to book out um, fairly far out, but it's always good to call. We uh, try to get everybody that wants to come in. Uh, we also do lots of uh, you know educational programs. So we do field trips for school groups that want to come out during the school year, and then we do um, summer camp activities for other uh, day camps that might want to bring their kids out um, during the summer. That was actually my next question: was to ask, do you have a lot of the school districts coming by and and seeing you? Yeah, I think I think we see something like fifty one. Uh, different uh districts here so we see uh, pretty much you know most schools that are in the metroplex um we see at least one grade from that uh individual school over the course of the year so it's a, we have a pretty robust uh following there mm-hmm. now i'm looking at, at some of the the camps and especially the fifth and the sixth grade ones i wish i was a little shorter so i could get you know sneak into this intro to animation I, that's an interesting i bet that is a popular one with the, the kiddos that age yeah, absolutely. I, you know, and and um, the the kids really enjoy that one. We did that topic last year, and uh, they did sort of some like uh, claymation animation uh, with the kids, and they did these little videos. And at the end of the week, it was really cool to just sit down and watch all the videos that the students had made, and you could tell they really had had a, a good time doing it, and uh, it was a great great group of kids. Mm-hmm. And then I also see too, uh, for the a little bit younger, you've got uh, something involving space. You call it the Junior NASA uh, uh, yep. program. That's a, I bet that's an interesting one too. Yeah, we we have a, a good a good number of kids that like that one. The other thing that we do during that program is we actually have a a portable planetarium, and we'll actually bring that out. So those kids that participate in that camp, they actually get you know a very deep. Uh, astronomy experience where they do about an hour um, one day of the week inside the planetarium doing a tour of the night sky that they're going to go home and probably not see that night. <laughs> right. Well, I've got to ask you this. Were you a science geek back in the day? I mean, is this... You know, it's a tough question. Um, I, I, I don't think I was. Um, I was um, just a hands-on learner. Okay. Um, and I think way back then, nobody really knew what that was. You know, I just sort of learned. I was like, well, if you could show me how to do it, I think I'll figure it out. And I think that's why I really uh, enjoyed uh, going to museums and interacting in that environment uh, was because I could learn from doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that sort of sparked my passion for, you know, providing those opportunities for kids going forward. You know, which is I've been in the museum business for about 20 years. Um, so I, I, I love doing this, and I love teaching kids through that sort of informal, uh, inquiry-based method. Uh, you know, once again, that's sort of learning and not realizing um, that you're learning, and I think we do a great a great job of that here at SciTech. Absolutely, because there are so many different people out there that are not, like you said, book learners or show me I can do it or, or have to see it first or read it, and then there are some that don't have to have either. They just jo- dive in and, and can do it. So I think this really 
uh, the tactile uh, touching part of it, you know, speaks to a lot of people. But um, it's amazing what little kids will pull away. I Like I said, my nephews and nieces and now great nephews and great nie- nieces, um, when you take them somewhere, it's it's funny what they will tell you three weeks later about. Remember when we went to fill in the blank? And you're like, how do you even remember that? Um, <laughs> yeah, so we, it goes we, in we there. Hear that, uh, we hear that a lot about the, 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 the both the museum and the programming that we uh, we provide here, too, is kids will say, oh, I was taking a test, and it was on something I learned at the museum, and I didn't study. Mm-hmm. You know, we go, whoa, 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 we're not advocating not studying. We're just trying to, you know, give you the <laughs> a good experience. Right. Now, it must be fulfilling to work, too, with, um, I would assume you, you're, you are located in Frisco, you said, um, a little closer relationship with the Frisco IS and some of the teachers or um, do you go to the schools ever or present at you know community events yeah we uh, we go out to the schools to do programming there so you know obviously we have a great relationship with FISD we do a lot with uh, Plano schools we uh, have a number of programs that we run in Louisville and McKinney so I mean we're sort of uh, you know, all over this sort of area working with the different ISDs. Um, we even, just like you said, community events, we even had somebody out uh, today doing a big um, stage show um, out at the shops at Willow Bend Mall, and I guess they had about 400 kids come down for that program uh, today. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that would be great. Uh, again, we have so many activities here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, um, and I, I just think that, you know, the SciTech Discovery Center would be kids oh let's go over here and look at this i mean i I can't imagine you wouldn't get a lot of traffic that way how long has the center been there uh so we've been in this location for about uh seven years here um they had originally prototyped the idea of having a science and discovery center at willowbin mall um in some empty uh, storefronts here and there prior to that uh, and then the city of frisco had a space and they said we'd love to have an attraction like this there the at that time, the CDC and the mayor uh, reached out to the SciTech folks and said, why don't you guys come on down to Frisco and be in the Discovery Center? And we've been here ever since, and, uh, you know, the, certainly the city and the CDC is a good, great partner for us, and, uh, you know, we really uh, enjoy our location. And, you know, we see about 60,000 people per year uh, through the museum here. Mm, that's a lot of that's a lot of uh, traffic, and I'm sure school vacations again, not just summer breaks, but during uh, winter break and and spring break. Again, you see a little bit of an increase of people coming to visit as well. Yeah, absolutely. Those those holiday times, anytime the kids are out of school, is is usually where we'll see a, a, an uptake in admissions and. You know, I mean, we, you know, I'm the only guy out here during the summer that's hoping uh, for the rain and the hot weather because that certainly brings the folks into the museum to kind of, you know, beat the heat. So this, this mild weather is not my favorite thing this year, but, uh, you know, we're, we're still doing great numbers. So that, I think, is a testament to sort of the quality of the programming that, that we've put together for the summer. Well, I think this is just, again, just a fascinating place. And when my great niece comes up from New Braunfels, we are definitely going to come on over and, and take a visit because, uh, I, again, it's it's just fun to watch the the little minds just open up and and what they can pull from things, and it gives you a different perspective on looking at something too. So it it really is a win win for you know multi generational um, members of the family to to do activities such as this. Um, why don't you tell us where the museum is located and and give us that website again? So we are located at uh, eight zero zero four. Uh, North Dallas Parkway. 
We're off the Cotton Gin Road exit, so that's one exit before Main Street in Frisco if you happen to be uh, on the tollway. Um, our website is mindstretchingfun.org. I like that website. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think it's great. I, I mean, because, you know, really that's what we, we strive for. You know, that's our, that's our moniker for how we measure what we do. So it's great that we're able to have that as our website. Well, again, Peter Claffey, the Executive Director of the SciTech Discovery Center in Frisco, thank you so much for being on the show today. And I do want to mention that they have been gracious enough to give us a family four-pack of tickets to give away. So we um, have that on the website, the Chatterbox with Ellen Hedger. And so go there, register to win. We'll draw for the tickets tonight at 8 p.m. So um, looking forward to that and check them out. And uh, again, Peter, thanks for the time today. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, Ellen. I'd love to do it anytime. All right. Take care. Have a great day. Thank you. You too.